It's time for Green and Gold Insiders on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Green and Gold Insiders on a Monday, a victory Monday. We check in with ESPN Wisconsin's Jason Wildy. Wildy and Tausch, 9 to noon on ESPN Wisconsin. Happy victory Monday, Wildy. Oh, I don't, I don't necessarily celebrate those, but uh, happy MLK Day and happy for all Packers fans that are, uh, and especially Gary Ellerson, our friend, who was very, very, very adamant that he thought the Packers were going to win yesterday. He was right, and I was wrong. Very, very adamant, as you might uh, expect him to be. So I was, too. I was all aboard the train of forget house money. Look at this as the Dallas Cowboys. That, that's bigger than house money. It felt that way to me, just given their rich playoff history. But, Will, you can talk about you know, a game plan and an attitude and a philosophy, and it was Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving 2.0 in terms of what Matt LaFleur's thoughts were going into the game. But then you have to actually execute it. I would not have expected the Packers to execute a comprehensive game plan as well as they did yesterday. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not a gambler, so I don't know what house money actually means. But I, I know this. Uh, I've always took it to mean that you play as if you don't have anything to lose and that you're, not gonna be, you're still going to be absolutely gutted and disappointed if you do lose. But you, don't, you play with a carefree uh, lack of nerves, nervousness, uh, not being afraid of the moment because, hey, nobody expects us to get this done. So if we get beat, hey, we'll approve them right. But uh, there's not a, a, an apprehension and anxiety. And, and if you look at the way they played, and look, that was kind of how they were on Thanksgiving too, right? They had all these injuries. No one thought they were going to be able to win. On the road, that was when Detroit was really going pretty strong. Packers were undermanned, and yet the same kind of attitude, as you mentioned, take the ball, take the fight to them. And I just think that some of that house money concept of being able to kind of throw caution to the wind and say, we're not going to be frightened, we're not going to shrink from the moment, we got nothing to lose, they played that way. And and certainly Jordan Love is at the forefront of that. I, I just... I cannot get over how in his first playoff game he was just so calm, cool, and collected. We've spent all year talking about his even-keeled personality, but if there was ever a time for him to not be even-keeled, you would have thought this would have been yesterday, and it just wasn't. He was still uh, fantastic. So that to me is maybe the most remarkable development of the season. In your time covering the Green Bay Packers, have you ever seen any player – have an in-season turnaround quite like Jordan Love has had. Yeah, because, you know, there are certainly guys that emerge that don't get much opportunity, right? I mean, we've even got one this year at tight end in, in Tucker Craft, right? He was, uh, yeah, like three catches for 11 yards uh, at one point after like nine games. But not, I don't know if I've seen a quarterback struggle the way Jordan did during the month of October. And there were still good moments in there. I, you know, Tausch gave me a hard time about saying that I saw flashes of brilliance, but I really did. Um, But he has been absolutely unconscious ever since. I mean, he's up to what, 20, 21 touchdowns against one interception over the last nine games. I mean, he had only five incompletions again yesterday. He went out of the game when they went to Sean Clifford as backup with a perfect passer rating in his first NFL 
uh, start in the postseason. I mean, he has been fantastic. I don't know how many how many guys throughout history, let alone Packers history, have done what he has done during the second half of the season. Uh, so Wyatt is sitting next to me, and he is uh, notorious for growing up a San Francisco 49ers fan. He's starting to wear his red already today. Yeah, it's a gradual buildup. Currently yeah. it's maroon. It's going to get brighter throughout the week. An interesting approach. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. Uh, does the house money thing still exist? Does that does that still exist, or now is it? Wait a minute. Let well, let's <laughs> look at what we've done here so far and say why not us? I I think it can be both, Greg. I I really do. Uh, look, they 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 certainly recognize the opportunity now, right? And but what I think is so great about them is that I don't know about you, but we have certainly seen teams. Heck, we saw the Dallas Cowboys yesterday. You get some pressure on you, and you have expectations kind of weighing you down, and you don't rise to the occasion. And they certainly didn't yesterday. I mean, my goodness, twenty-seven to nothing, forty-eight to sixteen. You know, I love Gary, but and I'm sure you guys will talk about this uh, on your show from Rock and Brews later. But not even uber confident, Gary thought that they were going to be up 48 to 16 in the fourth quarter. So look, they, the, that pressure impacts different people differently. Do I think the 49ers are going to feel pressure? I think they'll feel more than the Packers do. The expectations are all on them. They're the team at home and they're the team that's the number one seed. But again, I think this Packers team understands the opportunity in front of them, but they're just not going to get tight. They're not going to play nervous. They're not going to play scared. Yeah, so it's not the first time, obviously, rich history of Packers 49ers playoff appearances, and they've all gone one way recently. What do you think looks different this time as we once again have Packers 49ers as uh, winner go home? You're right about recently. How old are you, Wyatt? I'm 25. The Niners have done two things well in my lifetime. They've only done two things well. Beat the Packers in the playoffs and lose Super Bowls. Yeah, because there was a time when it was at the other end before you graced us with your presence, right? I mean, the Packers won an NFC championship game in San Francisco at Candlestick to earn a berth in Super Bowl 32. Uh, they won some pretty big games there. And then, obviously, you know, and, and frankly, I thought, again, this is from before you were born, young man, but I thought yesterday's win for them had a lot of similarities to what the 1994 team did when they went in and beat the 49ers, who were the defending Super Bowl champs uh, in the divisional round. There were some echoes of that that I saw yesterday. But you're right. In the recent history, uh, whether it's what Colin Kaepernick was able to do in the 2012 playoffs, the, the 49ers coming in in 2013 and winning in frigid Lambeau Field uh, or what they did in 19 and 21 against these guys. They have owned the Packers in the postseason. I think the most interesting aspect is the 19 and 21 playoff games because that was Matt LaFleur against his uh, longtime friend, um, although maybe that friendship was on the rocks after some possible alleged tampering with Aaron Rodgers a couple of years ago. But to me, that's what this is all about. Can, can he out-scheme Kyle Shanahan, and can his offense be more productive than the 49ers' offense is against the suddenly strong Joe Barry defense? 
That's what's going to decide things on Saturday night. We are going to discuss this at length tonight. It's Pottawatomie Sportsbook Football Monday. Join Gary Ellerson and me with an appearance by Jason Wildey as well. Uh, six to eight tonight here on WTMJ. Wildey, appreciate your time. We'll talk to you soon in like an hour and a half. All right, fellas. Yeah, no kidding. Take care. Be good. <laughs>